There is always a story to be told that'll remind you of your humanity. It can be as simple as regretting past actions or being given a chance by a mentor. For us, it means learning what love is. My name is Jaden Luna, and I wanted to talk to you about an anime called Violet Evergarden, sort of guiding the plot through its core themes and what she learns along the way. And to help better understand her story, I'll ask a YouTuber named Kevin Nia questions as well. You may introduce yourself and what you do as a YouTuber to anybody listening. Online, I go by Kevin Nia, but people just call me Kevin, and I'm basically uh, an anime YouTuber who makes uh, video essays on anime relating to either character analysis, theme analysis, or just whatever I have my opinion on any insightful show that I uh, want to talk about. Violet Evergarden is a young orphan assumed to be the age of 14, living in a country called Leiden that has just come out of war. When the series begins, we see her awaken from a hospital bed with her arms bandaged to high-tuned metal arms. And by nature, she immediately pens her letter to Major Gilbert, asking to return to her military post. But before she can send it off, former Lieutenant Hodgins tells us that she is a weapon who only knew to follow orders. She is a tool without a heart. But per the promise he made to Major Gilbert, he takes in Violet. She asks if the Major Gilbert is alive because she knows the extent of the injuries that he endured. And he lets her know that the Major is well. Violet is brought to work in Hodgins' writing business, where she chooses to be a doll for the company. Each doll is a well-dressed woman who drafts letters for people unable to write. Violet is beautiful, obedient, and expressionless. Doll-like. She learned to use a typewriter and found herself immersed in the idea of being a doll. But some messages are complex and can't be simplified to what a client says, which she had to learn when another doll named Catalea added a note to the end of somebody's letter without them asking. Violet has to ask herself, what is love? Why did Catalea know what this man wanted to say? And why did Major Gilbert tell these words to Violet? As a person, Violet takes everything literally and obeys any order she is given. She doesn't say no, nor exert a will of her own. It's harder to understand her as a character because she isn't a normal person who was recruited to war and traumatized by it. You can't miss something you never had, and for Violet, that is peace. Not to say that she wasn't traumatized by war, but she had a different reaction because she was always immersed in it. From a limited knowledge of her, we can only conclude that she grew up to be used as a weapon. But from the experience of war veterans, a return to civilian life is not an easy transition. A significant minority of war vets experience depression, anxiety, or anger. But Violet manifested her lifelong trauma by regressing into a robotic state. In your YouTube video titled, How Violet Evergarden Crafted an Emotional Masterpiece, you say that many people find Violet Evergarden boring. Why do you think they believe it, and why do you disagree? The people who don't like it, that that's where their main criticism would start from, is that they would call the show boring if they don't find it engaging first. Because Violet is a show where it's more to do with like, it's an introspective self-reflection where not much happens in terms of like the action, but it's all about like subtext and uh, characters' underlying feelings and emotions. People find Violet Evergarden boring if they have a misconception of what the intent of the show is. And the reason why I disagree is, of course, uh, Violet is a story about a girl who is first emotionless and doesn't understand how to interact with people around her, slowly learning about emotions through the letters she writes for the other characters and how she can finally understand what the words I love you mean from the major. She doesn't know this for herself, but as Hodgins put it to Violet, you're burning. 
Violet doesn't know how she was wounded because she refuses to be wounded. We've all not been able to understand ourselves or even what we think. Sometimes, you have to block it out to protect yourself. For Violet, she doesn't have the capacity to understand how she was hurt by the war, what people she hurt, and the value of the lives that she took. She can't understand love before she understands her own emotions and others. To learn this, Violet starts going to a school for dolls and learns that she is gifted, but her talent doesn't come with practical skills. Violet befriends a classmate named Luculia who she has to write a letter for, but she doesn't know how to explain her emotions and tells her ideas like a report. Luculia tries to get Violet to write a letter to Major Gilbert, who she always mentions at the end of her own, but Violet isn't able to say anything. Luculia says that her parents had died in the war and that the only family she had left was her alcoholic brother, who is a war vet. Everybody has something that they can't say, so Violet seeks out Spencer on her behalf to give him a letter. To my brother, I'm happy. I'm happy that... that you are alive. Thank you. Nothing has to be complicated. Some of the best things are short and sweet. And Violet learns that she does have the capacity to understand emotions, but that some aren't easy for others to say. Is writing fulfilling for you? Writing is definitely fulfilling because uh, writing video essays is uh, a hobby of mine, but my actual job right is that I'm a civil engineer, and so I don't really get to be creative during, um, during my day job. And so writing creatively about fiction or and stories that I like basically helps me uh, fulfill a creative desire. It lets me just express emotions in ways that I normally couldn't do. Violet eventually does become employed as a doll and writes letters for people at their homes. And of those is for a woman named Mary Magnolia. She lives with her seven-year-old daughter named Anne in a mansion that used to house her husband. She is ill but made time to meet specifically with Violet for the week. In their time working together, they sit outside to write letters where her daughter Anne isn't allowed to be, and can't play with her mom like she normally would and has to watch them through a window instead. But while Mara is bedridden from illness, Violet plays with Anne instead. She tells her mom that she doesn't like visitors because they always try to take her away from her, but being a daughter, she wants to be good for her mother while she is sick and entertains Violet while she can't. However, while Violet and Mara write letters outside, she can't help but feel lonely as the hours pass. And when she finally sees her mother fall to the ground from the window she's constantly stared through, she rushes outside. Is this letter more important than I am, Mom? There's nothing more important than you, darling. You're such a liar! I would never lie to you. Anne lived on the edge of not knowing whenever her mother could pass away or make any moment their last, and as the week ended, Violet left Anne to eventually embrace her mother's death alone. Don't give up hope. 
I know you may be sad and feel like crying sometimes, but please don't ever forget, your mother loves you very much. The truth was that there wasn't anything more important to her than Anne, and by writing the letters, Violet was able to learn that unchangeable situations exist, and we need to move on despite them. But life lessons aren't easy to learn from others, and sometimes you don't have a choice but to understand it firsthand. In another of Violet's stories, a playwright named Oscar Webster requested that Violet describe a play for him. He worked to ensure that the play was entertaining, even though he wouldn't be writing it himself. But on breaks, Violet found a parasol inside and inquired about it, which made him return. But he came back outside whenever he saw the parasol open. In anger, he slapped it from her hands and walked away. Violet knows for herself that she can't sense other people's emotions nor understand that he didn't even have the provocation to slap it from her hands. He can't write for himself anymore, as he said, but he wanted the story he told Olivia to be finished. The passing of his wife left him alone with his daughter Olivia, who eventually died of the same illness. But while Olivia was alive, she helped him write stories. She admired the birds gliding their feet along the lake before soaring into the sky, and hoped to do the same with her parasol. They continued to work the next day, but wondered how to make the main protagonist of their story return home. And in Olivia's memory, the wind spirit declared to open Olive's parasol and let it be wings. Oscar asked Violet to move across the river so that he can visualize how the parasol would need to be set up in an actual live play. Across the fallen leaves on the lake if you can. Copy that. Violet being Violet immediately leapt into the shallow waters and dug into each leaf that she could. Not something I could describe in as much beauty as it was displayed. But in Olivia's likeness, a young girl with blonde hair, a beautiful parasol, fulfilled the one-day wish that his daughter wanted. Are you sure I can have this parasol? Yes. I thought that I could fly a little further. You went far enough. You were able to fulfill my Olivia's wish for one day. Her wish for one day? A wish is not something that can be changed, but it can be taken or given. Major. Just live. Am I allowed to? You have to be free. Am I really allowed to live? After killing so many? Have I not taken away someone's one day before? <laughs> and did those people not have people they loved as well? Violet will never get her answer, because whenever she returns to Leiden, she learns that Major Gilbert was always presumed dead. In her company room, she attempts to commit suicide with the metal hands that did no harm. She stops herself and survives by the hours until she hears someone knock on her door. Even at the late hour, a mailman still delivers a letter from the other dolls to Violet. She reads the letters that hope for her to return to work, and notes Spencer requesting for Violet. And in a stroll through town the next day, she learns of the newspaper, billboards, and flowers that she granted a wish. One newspaper contained a picture of the princess that she wrote love letters for. The billboard had Oscar's shining new play on it, and the violets that she was named after. Violet. Your name's Violet. I have a feeling you'll grow into it. Violet wanted to live up to the name that Major Gilbert gave her, and she learned that she does have deep emotions, which have been drowned. 
and despite the pain that she has caused, there is still good to be done for the living through her letters. How do you think Violet became independent of Major Gilbert? This is actually a hard point, a hard one, because in the series, I don't think she, I don't think she fully became independent from the major until like the final movie. But in the series, she slowly became, I would say she slowly became less dependent over Major Gilbert because at the start, when she was a child soldier working for the military under, under Major Gilbert. She didn't base. She didn't have her own agency, motivation, or like desire to do anything besides just listen to his orders. When Major Gilbert is supposedly uh, dead, Violet doesn't know what to do because basically her purpose and meaning of life is taken away from her, and she doesn't know what what purpose she serves other than to serve under the major. So the point where she becomes independent is, I would say it's like slowly throughout the series where she learns more emotions from the different uh, letters she writes to other characters. Emotions aren't something simple to understand at all, and someone like Violet had to completely embrace the guilt that she blocked from her own mind. Knowing her emotions forced her to have empathy and begin to experience the value of love. Love is truth, and it is not something that can be manipulated in a genuine form, and we experience that through the people she encountered. Luculio couldn't tell her brother that she was happy for him to be alive, and Violet brought their love closer by expressing that truth on her behalf. Anne couldn't understand why her mother would ever leave her alone in their last moments, but there are always times whenever we cannot understand emotions. Love is Mara telling her daughter, there is nothing more important than you. As much as it hurt Anne, it was the truth, and for Violet, love means writing her first letter not on somebody else's behalf. I may not know what lies ahead, but I will live nonetheless. And if we should ever meet again, this is what I would tell you. I now understand the meaning of those words. Violet Evergarden is really a beautifully made series, and I didn't even cover half of the stories throughout our time. I wanted to make sure that I got to my point and stuck with it, but there is really just so much more to say, especially with regard to Major Gilbert, key moments, or symbolism. I actually never ended up watching the Violet Evergarden movies myself, but people like Kevin Naya commit their time to analyzing and explaining these kinds of things. There's honestly so much more to say about it, but I would definitely recommend that you watch it yourself and Kevin's channel, as long as it's not dubbed. Kevin, thank you for allowing me to interview you for this podcast, and thanks to anybody else listening.